Welcome to the podcast series, episode 61, Parents of Children with Disabilities, Stress, Coping, and Resilience. The podcast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This research review examines the literature on the psychosocial functioning and well-being of parents whose children have disabilities. Introduction. Approximately 4% of Canadian children aged 0 to 14 have a disability. These include diverse conditions related to children's physical, developmental, mental, and or emotional behavioral health that interfere with their abilities to perform everyday tasks. Common disabilities amongst Canadian children include chronic health issues, learning disabilities, developmental disabilities, speech disorders, and mental illnesses. Many children with disabilities have more than one type of disability. Children with disabilities experience higher than expected rates of maltreatment and child welfare involvement. Although there are many potential reasons for these increased risks, parents' psychosocial functioning is thought to be one central factor in parenting outcomes. One of the most clearly established concepts in the literature about parents of children with disabilities is that they experience high stress levels. A common theory is that the added stresses of parenting a child with disabilities due to the complex medical issues, challenging behaviors, and or social and societal barriers may lead to caregiver burnout and thus an increased risk of maltreatment for the children. One Canadian researcher proposed a theoretical model of parenting stress, which argued that parenting outcomes for parents of children with disabilities are not a direct result of the number or severity of stressors experienced, but a complex relationship between stressors as well as the resources and supports available to parents. There is very little empirical research that directly links parents' stress levels to maltreatment outcomes within this population. In the context of child welfare practice, it is necessary to understand which factors put families at risk for burnout and or crisis. However, it is also equally important to understand which factors protect against these risks and contribute to families' resilience. Historically, research about parenting children with disabilities was overwhelmingly negative, focusing only on parents' difficulties. This lens is both disempowering as well as an inaccurate representation of many families' lives. To gain a thorough understanding of psychosocial functioning in parents of children with disabilities, this research review will summarize the available literature related to the strengths and struggles of parents of children with disabilities. Research questions. This research review examines the scholarly literature related to the psychosocial functioning of caregivers whose child or children have disabilities. For research on the direct maltreatment risks and child welfare involvement rates of children with disabilities, Refer to the 2019 particle, Maltreatment and Child Welfare Involvement of Children with Disabilities. This and other related resources are available on the Park Canada website. The current research review focuses on the following two questions. One, what associations exist between children's disabilities and their parents' well-being? Two, how do parents of children with disabilities describe their experiences of parenthood? Question one children's disabilities, and parental well-being. FAQs. How do stress levels of parents of children with disabilities compare to other parents? What factors are associated with struggle in parents of children with disabilities? What about resilience? Methods matter. This is an association question. 
a type of question which examines the relationships between factors, in this case, between children's disabilities and their parents' psychosocial functioning. Correlational studies, randomized control trials, and systematic reviews are most appropriate methodologies to answer association-type questions. The psychosocial functioning of parents of children with disabilities is well-researched. Several large-scale studies, meta-analyses, and systematic reviews have been published both in Canada and around the world. Within Canada, a particularly important source of data on this topic is the Participation in Activity Limitation Study, PALS, which is a nationally representative survey about the prevalence and impacts of various disabilities in Canadian children and adults. According to the most recent cycle of the PALS, the majority of parents in Canada, specifically 65%, who have a child with a disability of any kind, reported their health as either good or excellent. About 8 in 10, specifically 82% of the parents, also rated their life satisfaction as good or excellent. Almost half, however, about 46%, rated their daily stress levels as either quite a bit stressful or extremely stressful. These findings show that, despite the inevitable challenges of raising a child with disabilities, many families report functioning well. To explore why some families cope well when they have a child with disabilities versus why others struggle, researchers have conducted studies about the impacts of various child, caregiver, family, social, and community factors on caregiver psychosocial functioning. In a recent review of over 150 studies, Canadian researchers summarized the factors related to caregiver well-being in parents of children with disabilities, and particularly for parents of children with developmental disabilities. These factors include caregiver employment, education, marital status, and age, race, ethnicity, size of the family, family income, neighborhood factors, experiences of stigma, formal service use, amount of informal support, caregiver coping strategies and self-esteem, the gender of the caregiver, the amount and quality of their sleep, the severity of the child's disability, types of disability, comorbidities with the disability, behavior of the child, age of the child, and gender of the child. The following sections will review the research about how these factors are associated, both positively and negatively, with caregivers' economic, social, and personal or psychological well-being. Economic well-being. Parenting a child with a disability can impact caregivers' employment and financial well-being. In Canada, families of children with at least one disability are more likely to have an income that falls below the national low-income cutoff compared to families whose children do not have disabilities. Overall, about 8 in 10 Canadian families in the 2006 PALS study reported no financial issues resulting from their child's disability. However, Families of children with severe or very severe disabilities were more likely to experience hardships than families of children with milder disabilities. Employment. The PALS Canada-wide study also found that approximately 4 in 10 parents who have a child with a disability reported reducing their number of hours they worked due to their child's condition. Many parents, primarily mothers, also quit their jobs and or adjusted their work schedules to accommodate their child's needs. Again, parents of children with severe disabilities reported more employment impacts than parents of children with milder disabilities. Out-of-pocket expenses. Parents of children with disabilities commonly experience barriers to accessing services, one of the main reasons for which is their prohibitive costs. Although services and supports for children with disabilities in Canada are publicly funded, many are difficult to access and or inadequately meet families' needs. 
This can result in financial strain as parents pay out of pockets for necessary supports. Social well-being. The research on the impact of children's disabilities on their caregivers' social and spousal relationships is mixed. Parenting a child with a disability has been associated with higher marital stress and lower levels of relationship satisfaction. However, social support from a spouse has also been found to be a strong protective factor in families' resilience and social well-being. In the 2006 PAL study, 50% of Canadian parents said that their child's disability had had little to no effect on their relationship. The following factors are related to positive partner relationships in parents of children with disabilities. Positive thinking, including use of humor, positive reframing, and or feelings of hope. Access to respite and or social support from extended family and friends. Engagement in leisure activities and or positive family routines. Parents with the above factors tend to report higher levels of relationship satisfaction and improved family well-being in contrast to parents without these characteristics. Interestingly, a recent Canadian study found that parents who had two or more children in their family with developmental disabilities had better family quality of life and higher relationship satisfaction than parents of one child with a disability. This may be related to adapted family routines and expectations. Personal or psychological well-being. The presence of a child's disability does not universally result in parenting distress. Children's diagnoses, therefore, are not the only determining factor in parent coping. Factors associated with stress and burnout. Caregivers of children with disabilities tend to struggle more when they experience the following factors. Negative perceptions of their situation and or feelings of hopelessness. Isolation or low levels of social support. Challenging or aggressive child behavior. Financial strain and impaired sleep. The severity of a child's disability appears to play a role in parenting stress and coping. However, this relationship could be bi-directional, as feelings of distress, experiences of trauma, and or ongoing fear in mothers may be related to poorer developmental outcomes and abilities in children. Factors associated with resilience and positive coping. The factors that support parents' social relationships are also generally associated with better psychological well-being. In other words, a sense of well-being and an ability to cope with parenting challenges. Specifically, caregivers of children with disabilities tend to cope well when they have and or use positive perceptions, including feelings of hope and or acceptance, using humor as a coping mechanism, access to respite care and other support services, social support from extended family and friends, and engagement in leisure activities and or predictable family routines. Of these, the factors most clearly associated with parents' positive versus negative coping are parents' perceptions, the availability of social support, and the severity of financial strain. Gender differences in psychological well-being. Although fathers are underrepresented in the literature about parenting a child with disabilities, there is some evidence that mothers and fathers experience different barriers and or cope differently in parenting a child with a disability. Psychological well-being in fathers of children with disabilities, for example, may be more strongly related to factors like feelings of parental competence, employment or job quality, and or engagement in recreational activities with their children than it is in mothers. Thinking critically. Which of these factors can you support parents to improve? Which factors would you prioritize? Question two, experiences of parenting a child with a disability. 
FAQs. What are the challenges faced by parents of children with disabilities? What positive aspects do parents identify? Do parents of children with specific disabilities have unique experiences? Methods matter. This is an experiences question, which explores the feelings and perceptions of a group of people. Qualitative methodologies like interviews and focus groups, as well as systematic reviews, can answer these types of questions. Although the lived experiences of parents who have a child or children with disabilities could not possibly be reduced down to a few pages, the following sections attempt to illustrate a wide sampling of the experiences reported by children of parents with various disabilities. These accounts are intended to provide insight into the lives of families affected by disability. Parents of children with developmental disabilities. One frequently cited study about the lived experiences of parents of children with disabilities is by Green in 2007. In this study, mothers of children with various disabilities reported on the ways that having a child with a disability had been positive, despite social barriers. In the words of one mother, we're tired, not sad. In a separate study with parents of children and youth with developmental disabilities in Southern Ontario, parents held beliefs that centered around optimism, acceptance, and striving to overcome obstacles. Parents learned to appreciate disability as part of life and felt hopeful for their child's future. Parents of children with severe or profound developmental disabilities. Researchers in Edmonton, Alberta interviewed families of children with severe developmental disabilities. One of the main concepts that emerged from these interviews was that families displayed the most resilience when they carried on with business as usual. In other words, families seemed to function best when they were able to participate in regular social and community activities with their family, using appropriate accommodations. The families that were able to do this described having a social support system and being successful in navigating the service system. The families in the study who were struggling or felt that their child's disability had overtaken their lives reported having few social supports, difficulty accessing appropriate services, and experiencing considerable isolation and financial strain. Parents of children with Down syndrome. A large qualitative study of parents of children with Down syndrome from the USA uncovered both positive and negative parenting experiences. Parents commonly reported that their child had had a positive impact on others around them. A prevalent negative theme was the lack of social acceptance. Another qualitative study conducted in Montreal, Quebec, found that mothers and fathers reported differing experiences and expectations with parenting a child with Down syndrome. For example, fathers tended to view their responsibilities as mostly outside the home, such as providing financially, whereas mothers focused more on family-related demands like caregiving and being a good parent. Parents of Children with Autism Spectrum Disorder, ASD, there is a large body of research on the experiences of parents of children with ASD, both from within Canada and from a variety of countries around the world. Nicholas and colleagues in 2016 interviewed mothers of children with ASD in Alberta and Ontario. The participants' experiences of motherhood involved both love and exhaustion. The mothers felt that they had had to redefine their goals and ideas of what success meant for their families, that they experienced a motherhood identity informed by their child's ASD, and that they learned new lessons despite facing numerous barriers. The overall sentiment was that the experience of mothering a child with ASD was difficult to describe. Someone would have to live it to understand it. Some parents have identified clear benefits to parenting a child with ASD. Marco Lacus, Fletcher, and Bryden in 2012, for example, found that mothers of children with ASD in Toronto, Ontario, reported benefits in areas such as their social relationships, health, and family well-being. 
Some of the mothers had made new friends through the ASD community and became involved in ASD-related advocacy initiatives. Some discussed an increased prioritization of their physical and or emotional health, and some experienced improved family closeness or a sense of being in this together. Benefits appear harder to identify for families who experience additional daily challenges. For example, Hodgetts, Nicholas, and Zweigenbaum in 2013 interviewed parents of children and youth with ASD in Western Canada, who also displayed aggressive behaviors. These parents described experiences of severe isolation, exhaustion, concern for the safety of people and property around them, and financial strain due to ongoing expenses required for repairs to furniture, windows, etc., and to home adaptations, like reinforcing the walls with hockey rink puckboard. Although generally satisfied with their child's ASD and general health services, the parents also felt that the professionals they worked with had limited abilities to address their child's aggression. Further, families typically did not have access to respite care, despite demonstrating an immense need for this support. In a separate study, Canlu and colleagues in 2017 interviewed immigrant mothers of children with ASD in Toronto, Ontario. These mothers reported facing barriers to getting a diagnosis for their children, navigating services, and accessing resources. Other Canadian studies have also interviewed parents about specific processes or aspects of raising a child with ASD. For example, Hoogstein and Woodgate in 2013 asked parents in Western Canada about their experiences of parenting a child with ASD in rural settings. These parents reported limited resources and few services, but a sense of familiarity and or safety, and receiving support from their families and from the community. Separately, Mulligan and colleagues in 2012 interviewed parents in Toronto, Ontario, about their experiences of receiving an ASD diagnosis for their child. Parents discussed the importance of positive language, hopeful messages, and sensitive delivery of information from the professionals who discussed their child's diagnosis and abilities. Thinking critically. Consider the language that you currently use when talking about children with disabilities. How can you ensure that you are conveying messages of respect, optimism, and encouragement with your words? Parents of children with physical or sensory disabilities. In a review of 14 qualitative studies assessing parents' experiences of facilitating inclusion for their child with a physical disability from a variety of countries, Pisker and colleagues in 2012 found two major themes. First, parents engaged in several strategies to support their child in everyday activities. Parents thoughtfully chose and structured activities to match their child's abilities, actively coached their child, and modified activities when necessary. They attempted to balance challenges like child safety with the need to be supportive. The second major theme was that parents acted on the physical and social environments in order to enable their child's participation through advocacy and education. These activities were described as challenging due to others' attitudes, environmental barriers, and financial strain. Parents of Children with Cerebral Palsy, CP. Jindal and colleagues in 2018 interviewed parents of children with CP in both Canada and India. Although there were similarities in their experiences, there were also differences. Researchers found that parents in India were more focused on fixing their child's body structure. This was less of a central focus for Canadian parents. In Canada, children were often described as highly involved in their community, much more so than were the children in India. Factors such as accessible communities, access to occupational therapy, and the use of assistive devices were described as important enablers for their children's participation and quality of life within Canada. Parents of children with sensory disabilities, like vision or hearing. 
One Canadian qualitative study with parents of children with sensory disabilities was, was found for this literature review. In Manitoba, hearing caregivers of deaf or deafblind children were interviewed about their experiences of parenthood. Caregivers experienced additional stresses initially, including barriers to accessing resources and learning about deafness, as none of the caregivers had previous experience with deafness. Caregivers had to educate themselves and seek resources on their own. Information was not easy to locate, nor was it centralized. Positive experiences for these caregivers were described as being able to communicate with their child and effectively advocate for their child. Parents of children with behavioral or mental health disabilities. Although the qualitative literature in Canada about families of children with mental illnesses or behavioral disorders is scarce, a recent review of 22 qualitative studies provided a synthesis of the perceived needs of caregivers to children with various behavioral and mental health disabilities from a range of countries. Parents expressed needing support with information about their child's condition, including education on treatment options. They needed social-emotional support to improve their feelings of self-efficacy and feelings of satisfaction as a parent, and they needed psychological support to cope with the feelings of stigmatization. Thinking critically. Of the families you have known who have a child or children with disabilities, what aspects of their experiences have been captured here? What is missing or different from the experiences presented? Practice considerations. Three areas of focus are proposed for professionals who support families of children with disabilities. These are intended to be used in conjunction with other strengths-based and anti-oppressive approaches. One, use positive strengths-based language. The way professionals perceive and discuss disabilities can affect caregivers. Beyond using person-first and supportive language, it is recommended that professionals discuss the child as unique and important and avoid stereotyping the child by their disability. Ask what the child does or does not currently do when assessing children's functioning. Avoid guessing what the child will or will not be able to do in the future. Two, facilitate service system navigation. Systems to support children with disabilities and their families are fragmented and difficult to navigate. Professionals can support families by connecting them with resources, including disability-specific services like speech, behavioral, and developmental therapies, respite care, including respite workers, informal support systems, and or formal care services, and funding from government and local agencies, including disability tax credits and other financial resources. Three, support caregiver stress management. Caregivers of children with disabilities commonly experience high stress levels. Further, parent perceptions and coping styles are one of the clearest determining factors of parent well-being in this group. Psychoeducational programs can effectively reduce stress and improve well-being for parents of children with disabilities. The following two programs are particularly well-researched for this parent population. Mindfulness Stress-Based Reduction, so MBSR, and Stepping Stones Triple P, the Positive Parenting Program. Conclusion This research review summarized the existing literature on the psychosocial functioning and subjective experiences of caregivers whose child or children have disabilities. There are several economic, social, and personal impacts associated with raising a child with disabilities. Parents of children with disabilities often report high stress levels. However, many families demonstrate resilience and positive adjustment when they have adequate support and coping strategies. Perhaps not surprisingly, parents report both positive and negative aspects to raising a child with disabilities. To promote resilience in families of children with disabilities, child welfare professionals can use positive language, connect families 
to appropriate resources and support parents' abilities to manage stress. You have been listening to the Partcast series, episode 61, Parents of Children with Disabilities, Stress, Coping, and Resilience. The Partcast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a Canadian membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information on this episode's topic or other episodes in the Partcast series, please visit www.partcanada.org.